Welcome to the Sharon Brown Podcast. Today's episode, I'm going to be previewing some music and you can vote on it to see if you like it. If you think I should release it as a single on an album, you can choose the songs you think should go on an album together. You can choose the songs you uh, think are in the same category, which ones are different. Uh, the originals, the remakes, whatever it is, you tell me what you think about it. It's all about Jesus. So you tell me how it makes you worship God, love God, praise God, know God better, etc. Amen and amen. Jesus Christ is Lord. I am not your hope. I ain't having it. I'm a child of God until the bucket I kick. I will be who God made me until the bucket I kick. I am not your hoe. I ain't having it. I'm a child of God until the bucket I kick. I will be who God made me until the bucket I kick. I am not your hoe. You can't convince me. I won't act like one and I state it clearly. If you disrespect, then you pay for it dearly. I am not your hoe. No. I am not your hoe. I ain't having it. I'm a child of God until the bucket I kick. I will be who God made me until the bucket I kick. I am not your hoe. I ain't having it. I'm a child of God until the bucket I kick. I will be who God made me until the bucket I kick. I am not your hoe. You can't convince me. I won't act like one and I'll state it clearly. If you disrespect, then you pay for it dearly. I am not your hoe. No. I am not your hoe. I ain't having it. I'm a child of God until the bucket I kick. I will be who God made me until the bucket I kick. I am not your hoe. I ain't having it. I'm a child of God until the bucket I kick. I will be who God made me until the bucket I kick. I am not your hoe. 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 I ain't having it. I'm a child of God until the bucket I kick. I will be who God made me until the bucket I kick. I am not your hoe. I ain't having it. I'm a child of God until the bucket I kick. I will be who God made me until the bucket I kick. I am not your hoe. You can't convince me. I won't act like one and I'll state it clearly. If you disrespect, then you pay for it dearly. I am not your hoe. No. I am not your hoe. I ain't having it. I'm a child of God until the bucket I kick. 
I will be who God made me until the bucket I kick. I must have rehearsed God's word forever until I had them memorized. When I get up the nerve to tell you the words, they always seem to come out right. Ooh, if only you knew how much God do, He do love you. Oh, if only you knew how much God do, He do love you. Oh, oh. I must have rehearsed God's word forever. Until I had them memorized. But when I get up the nerve to tell you the words, they always seem to come out about Christ. Ooh, if only you knew how much God do, He do love you. If only you knew how much God do, He do love you. I must have rehearsed God's word forever until I had them memorized. But when I get up the nerve, to tell you the words, they always seem to come out right. Ooh, if only you knew how much God do, He do love you. Oh, if only you knew how much God do, He do love you. must have rehearsed God's word forever until I had them memorized. But when I get up the nerve to tell you the words, they always seem to come out about Christ. Ooh, if only you knew how much God do he do love you. He sent his son to die for you. If only you knew how much God do. He do love you. Oh, 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 if only you knew how, how much God do. He do love you. If only you knew how much God do, He do love you. Oh, He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, is true to die for you. Oh, if 
only you knew how much God do he do love you oh he sent his son Jesus Christ is true to die for you You don't have to be a skank to make some bank. You don't have to be a pirate. Don't walk the plank. Don't disrespect God. Don't withhold thanks. Don't sell your soul to reach your goal. Don't dance the pole to reach your goal. Don't push checks. So I could talk about violence, gun violence, and premarital sex. Don't be perplexed, because I'm what's next. I'm repping for Jesus. Yeah, that's my flex. Don't be perplexed, because I'm what's next. I'm repping for Jesus. Yeah, that's my flex. It's not hard to see. It's not hard. There will be no skanks in the kingdom of God. It's not hard to see. It's not hard. There will be no skanks in the kingdom of God. Don't you doubt. God can work it out faster than you know. Don't you pout. God can bring you out even though sometimes it's slow. Don't you fall for the devil's trap. Don't you sell out when you rap. Don't you curse when you yap. Don't you fall for the devil's crap. I'm not for the excrement. I won't let you vent. You are wasting my time. I know what you meant. Picture me not saying, Jesus, you can't buy my soul. Your money's not well spent. I give it all up for Jesus. Though I don't celebrate Lent, this is a banger. Cardent. You don't have to be a skank to make some bank. You don't have to be a pirate. Don't walk the plank. Don't disrespect God. Don't withhold thanks. Don't sell your soul to reach your goal. Don't dance the pole to reach your goal. Don't push checks so I can talk about violence, gun violence, and premarital sex. Don't be perplexed because I'm what's next. I'm repping for Jesus. Yeah, that's my flex. Don't be perplexed because I'm what's next. I'm repping for Jesus. Yeah, that's my flex. It's not hard to see. It's not hard. There will be no skanks in the kingdom of God. It's not hard to see. It's not hard. There will be no skanks in the kingdom of God. Don't you doubt God can work it out faster than you know. Don't you pout. God can bring you out even though sometimes it's slow. Don't you fall for the trap. Don't you sell out. When you rap, don't you curse when you yap, don't you fall for the devil's crap. I'm not for the excrement, I won't let you vent. You are wasting my time, I know what you meant. Picture me not saying, Jesus, you can't buy my soul, your money is not well spent. I give it all up for Jesus. Though I don't celebrate Lent, this is a banger, Cardent. I must have rehearsed God's word 
forever until I have them memorized. And when I get up the nerve to tell you the word, always seems to come out right. Ooh, if only you knew how much God do. Do love you oh, oh, if only you knew how much God do do love you oh, oh if only you knew how much God do do love you. Tell you the words are the best thing you've ever heard. Ooh, if only you knew how much God do do love you. Oh, oh if only you knew how much God do do love you. to be a skank to make some bank don't be a pirate don't walk the plank give it up to god give him thanks it's a blessing and a lesson don't be stressing during testing it's a blessing and a lesson don't be stressing during testing you don't have to be a skank to make some bank you don't have to be a pirate. Don't walk the plank. Don't disrespect God. Don't withhold thanks. Don't sell your soul to reach your goal. Don't dance the pole to reach your goal. Don't push checks so I can talk about violence, gun violence, and premarital sex. Don't be perplexed because I'm what's next. I'm repping for Jesus. Yeah, that's my flex. Don't be perplexed because I'm what's next. I'm repping for Jesus. Yeah, that's my flex. It's not hard to see. It's not hard. There will be no skanks in the kingdom of God. 
it's not hard to see. It's not hard. There will be no skanks in the kingdom of God. Don't you doubt God can work it out faster than you know. Don't you pout. God can bring you out even though sometimes it's slow. Don't you fall for the devil's trap. Don't you sell out when you rap. Don't you curse when you yap. Don't you fall for the devil's crap. I'm not for the excrement. I won't let you vent. You are wasting my time. I know what you meant. Picture me not saying, Jesus, you can't buy my soul. Your money's not well spent. I give it all up for Jesus, though I don't celebrate Lent. This is a banger, Cardent. You don't have to be a skank to make some bank. You don't have to be a pirate, don't walk the plank. Don't disrespect God, don't withhold thanks. Don't sell your soul to reach your goal. Don't dance the pole to reach your goal. Don't push checks so I could talk about violence, gun violence, and premarital sex. Don't be perplexed, cause I'm what's next. I'm rapping for Jesus, yeah, that's my flex. Don't be perplexed, cause I'm what's next. I'm rapping for Jesus, yeah, that's my flex. It's not hard to see, it's not hard. There will be no skanks in the kingdom of God. It's not hard to see, it's not hard. There will be no skanks in the kingdom of God. Don't you doubt, God can work it out faster than you know. Don't you pout. God can bring you out even though sometimes it's slow. Don't you fall for the devil's trap. Don't you sell out when you rap. Don't you curse when you yap. Don't you fall for the devil's crap. I'm not for the excrement. I won't let you vent. You are wasting my time. I know what you meant. Picture me not saying, Jesus, you can't buy my soul. Your money's not well spent. I'd give it all up for Jesus, though I don't celebrate Lent. This is a banger, Cardent. It's a blessing and a lesson, don't be stressing during testing. It's a blessing and a lesson, don't be stressing during testing. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise When as his mother Mary espoused to Joseph Before they came together She was found with child of the Holy Ghost Then Joseph, her husband being a just man and not willing to make her a public example was minded to put her away privily but while he thought on these things behold the angel of the lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, the son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary, thy wife, for that 
which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph being raised from sleep did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him. And took unto him his wife, and knew her not, till she had brought forth her firstborn son. And he called his name Jesus. Caution, this will break your heart. Homelessness, where do I start? The city is such a mess. Homelessness being torn apart. Extortion, they've got greedy hearts. But God is watching on homelessness. They are profiting. Institutionalized. The money they make, they are notching. We must act as the nation cries. These are people they are not housing. They can't escape God's watchful eyes. Caution, this will break your heart. Homelessness, where do I start? The city is such a mess. Homelessness being torn apart. Extortion. They've got greedy hearts. But God is watching. On homelessness they are profiting. Institutionalized. The money they make they are notching. We must act as the nation cries. These are people they are not housing. They can't escape God's watchful eyes. Caution, this will break your heart. Homelessness, where do I start? The city is such a mess. Homelessness being torn apart. Extortion, they've got greedy hearts. But God is watching. On homelessness, they are profiting. 
institutionalized. The money they make, they are notching. We must act as the nation cries. These are people they are not housing. They can't escape God's watchful eyes. Caution, this will break your heart. Homelessness, where do I start? The city is such a mess. Homelessness being torn apart. Extortion, they've got greedy hearts. But God is watching on homelessness. They are profiting, institutionalized. The money they make, they are notching. We must act as the nation cries. These are people they are not housing. They can't escape God's watchful eyes. I want some fruit and vegetables on my plate. Mama, please don't make me wait. I need some fruit and vegetables on my plate. Mama, please don't make me wait. Feed me better so that I can concentrate. I want to be smart like Daniel in the Bible days. I want some fruit and vegetables on my plate. Mama, please don't make me wait. I need some fruit and vegetables on my plate. Mama, please don't make me wait. Feed me better so that I can concentrate. I want to be smart like Daniel in the Bible days. I'm all revved up off this candy. And it's my butt you want to beat. But you're the one that gave it to me. Feed me better so that I can compete. I want some fruit and vegetables on my plate. Mama, please don't make me wait. I need some fruit and vegetables on my plate. Mama, please don't make me wait. Feed me better so that I can concentrate. I want to be smart like Daniel in the Bible days. I want some fruit and vegetables on my plate. Mama, please don't make me wait. I need some fruit and vegetables on my plate. Mama, please don't make me wait. Feed me better so that I can concentrate. I want to be smart like Daniel in the Bible days. I'm all revved up off this candy and it's my butt you want to beat. But you're the one that gave it to me. Feed me better so that I can compete. I want some fruit and vegetables on my plate. Mama, please don't make me wait. I need some fruit and vegetables on my plate. Mama, please don't make me wait. Feed me better so that I can concentrate. I want to be smart like Daniel in the Bible days. I'm all wrapped up off this candy and it's my butt you want to beat. But you're the one that gave it to me. Feed me better so that I can compete. Caution, this will break your heart. Homelessness, where do I start? The city is such a mess. Homeless lives being torn apart. Extortion, they've got greedy hearts. But God is watching. On homelessness, they are profiting. Institutionalized, the money they make, they are notching. We must act as the nation cries. These are people they are not housing. They can't escape God's watchful eyes. Caution, this will break your heart. Homelessness, 
Where do I start? The city is such a mess. Homeless lives being torn apart. Extortion. They've got greedy hearts. But God is watching. On homelessness, they are profiting. Institutionalized. The money they make, they are notching. We must act as the nation cries. These people, they are not housing. They can't escape God's watchful eyes. Caution, this will break your heart. Homelessness, where do I start? The city is such a mess. Homeless lives being torn apart. Extortion, they've got greedy hearts. But God is watching on homelessness, they are profiting. Institutionalized, the money they make, they are notching. We must act as the nation cries. These people, they are not housing. They can't escape God's watchful eyes. Caution, this will break your heart. Homelessness, where do I start? The city is such a mess, homeless lives being torn apart. Extortion, they've got greedy hearts. But God is watching, on homelessness they are profiting. Institutionalized, the money they make, they are notching. We must act as the nation cries. These are people they are not housing. They can't escape God's watchful eyes. I must have rehearsed God's word forever until I have them memorized. But when I get up the nerve to tell you the words, they always seem to come out right. Ooh, if only you knew how much God do, He do love you. Until I had them memorized. 
But when I get up the nerve to tell you the words, they always seem to come out right. Ooh, if only you knew how much God do, He do love you. Oh, if only you knew how much God do. He do love you, oh, oh, I must have rehearsed God's word forever until I had them memorized. But when I get up the nerve to tell you the words, they always seem to come out about Christ, ooh, if only you knew how much God do, he do love you. He sent his son to die for you. If only you knew how much God do, he do love you. Oh, oh, if only you knew He do love you, oh, if only you knew how much God do, he do love you, oh, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, is true to die for you, oh, if only you God do, he do love you, oh, he sent his son, Jesus Christ is true, to die for you, oh, no matter what the people say, you gotta love God anyway, let Christ be your life, you can't let go, you gotta fuss and fight, tell them that they're not right, let Christ be your life, you can't let go, he died just for thee, way back on Calvary, let Christ be your life, you can't let go, can't let go. You can't let go, can't let go. No matter what the people say, you gotta love God anyway. Let Christ be your life. You can't let go. You gotta fuss and fight. Tell them that they're not right. Let Christ be your life. You can't let go. He died just for thee, way back on Calvary, let Christ be your life. You can't let go, can't let go. You can't let go, can't let go. No matter what the people say, you gotta love God anyway, let Christ be your life. You can't let go. 
You gotta fuss and fight. Tell them that they're not right. Let Christ be your life. You can't let go. He died just for thee. Way back on Calvary. Let Christ be your life. You can't let go. Can't let go. You can't let go. Can't let go. No matter what the people say, you gotta love God anyway. Let Christ be your life. You can't let go. You gotta fuss and fight. Tell them that they're not right. Let Christ be your life. You can't let go. He died just for thee. Way back on Calvary. Let Christ be your life. You can't let go. Can't let go. You can't let go. Can't let go. He died just for thee. Way back on Calvary. Let Christ be your life. You can't let go. Can't let go. You can't let go. Can't let go. No matter what the people say, I'm gonna love God anyway. Christ is my life. I can't let go. I'm gonna fuss and fight. Tell them that they're not right. Christ is my life. I can't let go. He died just for me. Way back on Calvary. Christ is my life. I can't let go. Can't let go. No matter what the people say, I'm gonna love God anyway. Christ is my life. I can't let go. I'm gonna fuss and fight. Tell them that they're not right. Christ is my life. I can't let go. He died just for me. Way back on Calvary. Christ is my life. I can't let go. Can't let go. No matter what the people say, I'm gonna love God anyway. Christ is my life. I can't let go. I'm gonna fuss and fight. Tell them that they're not right. Christ is my life. I can't let go. Can't let go. He died just for me, way back on Calvary. Christ is my life. I can't let go. Can't let go. I can't let go. Can't let go. I can't let go. I can't let go. He died just for me, way back on Calvary. Christ is my life. I can't let go. Can't let go. I can't let go. Can't let go. I can't let go. Can't let go. He died just for thee, way back on Calvary. Christ is your life. 
He'll be your Lord. He'll be your Lord. No matter what the people say, you gotta love God anyway. Christ is your life. You can't let go. You gotta fuss and fight. Tell them that they're not right. Christ is your life. You can't let go. He died just for thee. Way back on Calvary. Christ is your life. You can't let go. Can't let go. You can't let go. Can't let go. No matter what the people say. You gotta love God anyway. Christ is your life. You can't let go. You gotta fuss and fight. Tell them that they're not right. Christ is your life. You can't let go. He died just for thee. Way back on Calvary. Christ is your life. You can't let go. Can't let go. You can't let go. Can't let go. No matter what the people say. You gotta love God anyway. Christ is your life. You can't let go. You gotta fuss and fight. Tell them that they're not right. Christ is your life. You can't let go. He died just for thee. Way back on Calvary. Christ is your life. You can't let go. Can't let go. You can't let go, can't let go, no matter what the people say, you gotta love God anyway, Christ is your life, you can't let go, you gotta fuss and fight, tell them that they're not right, Christ is your life, you can't let go. He died just for thee, way back on Calvary, Christ is your life, you can't let go, can't let go, you can't let go, can't let go. He died just for thee, way back on Calvary's tree, Christ is your life. You can't let go, can't let go, you can't let go, can't let go. So, part two, Lucifer is homeless and evicted, right? So, he gets kicked out of heaven and the stupid angels follow him but they didn't have a game plan if god didn't make hell for them where were they supposed to go they don't have his blessing so they got to travel throughout anywhere they go with no place to be and nobody to love them right the demons don't love each other so they got kicked out they had no place to go what if god just said hey i'm gonna make you stay in one place and do nothing so he made hell and he let them do that but guess what 
God already had a plan. He said Jesus is the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. He was going to dominate through his own death. Yahweh was going to come in the flesh. So, Lucifer and his fallen angels get kicked out of heaven. They're the first homeless. They're the first people to get kicked off their job and get fired. If you get fired from your job, you'll be like, wait a minute. You ain't do nothing to me, devil. The evil you try to do to me don't work because this happened to you worse. At least the people here on earth, when they get fired from a job, they can find another one. Lucifer ain't got no job. So instead of being a high angel like the other high angels, now he is uh, a demon, which is a demotion. So he got fired from his job. He got evicted from his job. He got beat up on his job in the first war. He lost the first war. He's not a good general, not a good leader. He lost. He lost in advance because Jesus is the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. Lucifer don't get no wins. Lucifer the loser. So, he goes down to hell because God says, okay, that's your jail cell. This is your punishment for what you did to me. Now, that's good enough. He said, I made hell for the devil and his angels. Then people try to get in on it and help him. So now God made the lake of fire too. He put the people in hell and it got so worse, he made the lake of fire too. Uh, and the hit for the lake of fire is Sodom and Gomorrah, God rained down fire and brimstone. The lake of fire, God is going to put you in fire and brimstone. If you don't think it's the same God, you're kidding yourself. So we're going to bang that one out. God going to knock you out. He's going to make sure that you're going to be... Uh, Lucifer is going to be trying to bang on the fire and brimstone that's in the lake of fire. Can you imagine? Just think about the banging. Lucifer and the people in uh, the lake of fire are going to be trying to bang the brimstone to see if they can get out. They're never going to get out. They're going to just be tormented day and night. The Bible says, and the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire. Where the beast and false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night. So, they got kicked off their job. They got thrown out of heaven. They got uh, thrown away from the presence of God. They just got kicked out. God was the first Martin. God said, that's what I do. I throw people out. Where Martin get that from? God. God. Throwing people out. There's some people whose name means throw, like Jeter means throw, throw, throw people out. I throw people out. God is the first person to throw people out. So whenever you see that, look at it from a Christian and a Jewish perspective. God throws people out. You think Martin is funny? God threw the devil and his angels out. Tell me that's not funny. Now, I find that to be hilarious. You have the father of all creation, the creator that made everybody and he got his bones in the first war in heaven so when people start tripping we got war on earth God sat on the throne and saw people fighting and beating each other up and using swords and killing and all kind of stuff so I think we doing fine if we have a little bit of war on um, American soil which we're not going to really have we just beat people up in America they don't really hurt us but we got uh Wars around in Ukraine. We got wars in Israel. Uh, there's a lot of things going on, but God allowed war in heaven. 
Are we going to get mad at him that he allowed war on earth? He's getting rid of his enemies. God is not just allowing war just for the fun of it, even though he likes battle and things like that. He is getting rid of his enemies. So he's letting his children have fun eliminating his enemies. We're not going to cry about the ones that we lost unless we want to put the tears in God's bottle and they're in his book. So guess what? When we cry to God, we get entered in a, into a book in heaven. So people like you trying to be uh, heaven famous. So we don't want to be, people want to be black famous, right? People like to be black famous. They like to be world famous. I'm looking to be heaven famous. So if ever I cry, I know my tears get into God's book. I write books, but guess what? I got, I'm in a better book. Wait, I'm in a book of life. You want to be famous? Get in the book of life. You in a book in heaven. You worried about the New York Times bestseller? I'm in heaven's bestseller. Heaven's bestseller. I'm in heaven's bestseller because the book of life is heaven's bestseller. And then tears in thy bottle are not they in thy book. My tears are in God's bottle in his book. I'm big time. I made it. If the Jew and the Christian cry, we get our name and our tears in God's book. Now tell me that ain't famous. I'm heaven famous. You want to be earth famous? I'll be heaven famous. Heaven famous, you're heaven famous and you're earth famous. You're universe famous. We don't worship the universe though. Guess what? The universe don't tick by itself. The universe don't do what it do unless God tell it to. Ow. The universe don't do what it do unless God tell it to. Ow. Now guess what? So Lucifer is the one that got kicked out of heaven. How in the world are you going to be trying to worship him? So he ain't got no job. He got kicked out of heaven. So what is he going to do? So Lucifer gets kicked out of heaven. So what, what does he have to do? What can he do for himself? He has nothing that he can do. So what does Lucifer do? He comes in the flesh. So he wants to be on earth just like Jesus. He's going to have to die too. But not like Jesus. Jesus died in honor. Bing! Did you get it? That's a thought bubble. Bing! Jesus died in honor. Lucifer is going to die in evil infamy. E-I. 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 He's going to die in evil infamy. E-I. E-I. So Lucifer... It's going to come in the flesh. Is that not a demotion? When God did it, he was resurrected to heaven. He was resurrected from the uh, hell. He came back up. He beat up the devil, took the keys of death and hell. When Jesus died on the cross, he took the keys of death and hell. So Lucifer is homeless again. He got kicked out of heaven. He got kicked out of hell now. So what does he do? He come, he's going to come to earth or he is already on earth. I think we know uh, who he is and all that. Everybody has that speculation. So Lucifer gets kicked out of hell now because Jesus takes the keys of death and hell. So what choice does he have? So he's going to come on earth and try to annoy the people. People say he's here already. We think we know who he is. We probably really do know, but whatever. We'll let him think we don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, Lucifer gets the keys taken from him. So all you people, when the evil people try to kick you out of your house and take your stuff and do all that, God does that to Lucifer all the time. Lucifer, the first one that got kicked out, 
Lucifer can't tease anybody. Evil people can't tease anybody about losing your job or getting kicked out. Lucifer got kicked out of heaven. That's the best job you could ever have. Living in heaven, worshiping God and uh, fixing up the things in heaven, fighting for him, doing all that. So Lucifer got kicked out of hell too. So Jesus took the keys of death and hell. He don't have that now. So what does he do? He can't even be the king of the bottomless pit no more. Jesus got his keys. So you feel good about it. You can laugh at the devil because Jesus took the keys of death and hell. What does the devil do? God is getting vengeance on his enemies and Lucifer acting like he's the one in charge. Stop acting like Lucifer in charge. You don't live in heaven no more. You got kicked out. You don't work in heaven no more. You got kicked out. You got the keys of hell taken from you and the keys of death. So Jesus controls who dies. So when we cry for people, you didn't know that Yahweh is the one that says who dies or not. You could try to blow somebody to smithereens and they still laying there. That's all you got? You ever seen somebody go through so much, their leg is off, their hand is off, all kind of stuff, they still alive? And you be like, what in the world? What happened? Huh? God is the one that says who lives or dies. So don't give the devil credit. You give him the punishment for trying to harm God's people. But the only place that the person that can harm the body can send you is where God says you're going. So if you're God's child, you're going to heaven. So the devil still loses. If the devil try to kill a child of God and God allows it, the child of God is only going to heaven. So Lucifer still loses. If he kills somebody that God hates because they hate God and forget God and they do homosexuality, transgender, and they love it and they hate God and God's word, they can only go to hell and God wants them to go to hell. So how does Lucifer win? He doesn't win. Wherever God wants you to go, you're going to go if you hate him. Lucifer can't win. So the moral of this comedy, Christian comedy corner today is Lucifer was the first one to get kicked out of his job, of his house, and that was heaven. And he got demoted in the same day. He was a treasonous. He got beat the hell up because he did treason against God. So Lucifer is the first one to commit treason. And the first war started. God was the first one to institute a battle. The devil tried to take his throne. God could have sat there and said, let me get up and, and show him he can't do my job. He said, what? God said, this is heaven. You think I'm going to say, no. Get um go out of heaven and then y'all fight out there. He said, uh-uh, smash it up in here, flip it out. He said, get get it popping in heaven. People think God is ghetto. People think God is ghetto. They call where the Jews live ghettos. You think God is hood? You think God is ghetto? Well, God said, Michael the Archangel, get it popping in heaven. Whoop Lucifer and his angels behind. They had a war in heaven and kicked them out in the name of Yahweh. Jesus Christ is Lord. So guess what? God might just be a little ghetto. Tupac said, I wonder if heaven got a ghetto. Well, let me tell you. God set it off in heaven when somebody tried his gangster. They said they was going to take his throne. And guess what? God said, you better leave my throne alone. Michael, get him. 
You know, like there's some movie where he says, Snooky, do work. Is that Martin? Where he says, Snooky, do work. Well, uh, Yahweh told Michael the Archangel, do work. And Michael the Archangel and uh, all the other angels beat up the devils and kicked them out. When they first tried God, God did something to them that made them change their form from angel to demon. And they became some ugly, filthy creatures that used to be beautiful, but they became ugly, filthy creatures. So Lucifer was demoted. He was, he was demoted. He was evicted. He was banished from the presence of God. He was homeless. Lucifer has a, a hard life because he is the one that made it for himself. So when you think you got a hard life, no, no, no. The evil people got a hard life. What's the worst that can happen to you? If you die in battle, you're going to heaven. Now, guess what? People are like, oh my gosh, the person died. Listen, if it was so terrible for Christians and Jews to die, it is terrible that they die at the hands of the enemy, but it's an honor that they die fighting for Yahweh. If it was so terrible, God would not have allowed it to occur. He allowed himself to die on the cross. So he loved to get it popping. God let people set it off on him and then said, I did it to myself. He said, nobody took my life. I lay it down, but I'm still going to charge your punk behinds with it. He's going to charge all the evil people with it. And then when everybody realized, when he come back, oh my gosh, this is God that died. The nations are going to mourn, but we're still going to heaven. We're going to mourn that he had to die for us. But guess what? We still get in heaven, but guess what? Heaven, I wonder if heaven got a ghetto. Uh, Tupac, you probably found out now, heaven do got a ghetto. There was a war up in heaven, like it was a gang. You know, the, the gang that God is the chief, and then the gang that try to set themselves up against God and try to take his throne. I want to be the chief. I want to be the head of the gang leader. God said, I'm the creator. And guess what he did? He told Michael Archangel, set it off on Lucifer and those fake angels. Kicked them out of heaven. Boom. He kicked them out of the gang. You want a gang? You want warriors? The Christian and the Jews. The fiercest warriors. God is the Lord of hosts. That means the God of the armies. Not the false God of uh, what, whatever uh, the Antichrist want to have. His God of wars or God of something. We have the real God who set it off and kicked them out of heaven. He should have known then to stop. Wait, he kicked you out of heaven. He threw you into hell. Then when Jesus died, he takes, he comes to hell. He takes the keys of death and hell. You see that and you still come after him. All right, you're going to get the whooping of your life. You deserve it. God deserves the praise, but you deserve to get your butt whooped because he beat you up already with Michael the Archangel and you didn't learn your lesson. So when you go to hell and lake of fire, you're going to know. You didn't stop all these years. When he put fire and brimstone in uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, you didn't say, hey, homosexuality is bad. All this stuff is terrible. Let's not do that. The Noah's flood didn't warn you. You, don't, you weren't warned by uh, fire and brimstone in Sodom and Gomorrah. So in the last days, they're going to try to do homosexuality. So that's right. We're going to bang for it. We're going to play some. We're going to be singing and play, playing music in heaven. The choir is going to be singing in heaven. And we're going to be singing because you you didn't learn from Sodom and Gomorrah. And Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, what happened is for Sodom and Gomorrah, there was fire and brimstone judgment. 
You kept going, Lucifer. So guess what? The lake of fire got fire and brimstone too. It's telling you because of homosexuality, you're going into the lake of fire. That was the punishment for the Solomon Gomorrah. That's the punishment for the end times too. Bye-bye, Lucifer. You're going to hell in the lake of fire according to Revelation 2010. So you can laugh at the devil whenever he tries to harm you and he tries to harm anybody that you know and he tries to evict you or get you fired or have a hard time in life. He got worse. He was kicked out of heaven. He was evicted from heaven. He was homeless. God had to make him a shelter jail, which is called hell. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Bye. Sharon Brown. So the jail that God made and the shelter that God made for Lucifer, who was demoted and homeless, was called hell. So God kicked Lucifer and his fallen angels out of heaven. That's how they're fallen angels. They were fallen because they uh, try to betray God. So that's already fallen. And then God actually martined them and kicked them out. So when he kicked them out, they fell from heaven. They fell spiritually and they literally physically fell. Boom. Hit the ground. Pow. You know, Lucifer and his angels don't have no win. So when you talk about Lucifer, the fallen angel, this is not some theoretic thing. This guy is bad news. He's fallen. He's a bad guy. He fell. Yeah, he fell spiritually, but he physically got thrown out of heaven and had a physical fall. Boom. There was a war up in heaven. Michael the Archangel, who is the chief angel and the angel of Israel, Israel's prince, kicked the devil out. Michael is not Jesus, but Michael is bad. I mean, Michael the Archangel before Michael Jackson, Michael the Archangel is bad. Michael Jackson wasn't all that bad con compared to Michael the Archangel. So if you want to know who's bad, Michael the Archangel, God used him to kick Lucifer and his angels out. So who's bad? It was Michael the Archangel because God is the one that's really all that. He's the one that's bad, which means good, if you understand what I'm saying. So... When we talk about hell, when people are having problems in their nations and their countries, oh my gosh, the homeless crisis. You don't have a homeless crisis. You got people who said, hey, it's cheaper to live outside. Hey, it's fun to uh, live outside. And then after we finish, we're going to take over and take over the world and take over the businesses and things like that. A lot of people out on the street got more money than you do. Hello. The only person that was evicted, kicked out, demoted, and don't have nothing is Lucifer and his angels. They were demoted. They were kicked out. They lost everything. They lost God. If you lose God, you don't have anything. The earth is the Lord's and the fullest thereof. So you're butt naked even if you think you got clothes on. If you don't have God, if you're from one of the Muslim nations or these evil nations that don't love Yahweh and Jesus, one or the other, you got to love Yahweh, you got to love Jesus. You got to do it the Jewish way or you got to do it the Christian way. If you don't love God, it doesn't matter if you had a fur coat on your back, you're naked. You 
you just don't realize you're naked. Adam and Eve was literally naked. But if you got my clothes on your back and you pretend to be me, you don't realize you're still naked. You don't have anything to your name if you don't have God. So Lucifer went into hell. He probably walk around hell. You see what I got you guys? At least I got us a place. First of all, y'all was homeless. God had to make your hell. So then you got kicked out of your job. You got kicked out of heaven. You got kicked out of presence of God. You got thrown out uh, spiritually and physically. Boom. He hit the ground. Can you imagine the thud that Lucifer and the angels made? Boom. So when you hear the word boom, boom. Remember Lucifer. Boom. He got uh, thrown out of heaven. So and when anybody say, ah, oh, they kicked me out of my job. Listen, if you worship God, it ain't no thing. Worse happened to Lucifer. If you are like Nancy Pelosi, who's doing evil, you feel bad about it because you feel like Lucifer. You're, you're doing evil. If you like homosexuality, transgender, God kicked you out of your office and you mad. You feel a little Luciferish? Luciferish? You feel kind of like Lucifer, don't you? When God kicks someone out that's doing wrong, you're supposed to get kicked out. You can turn it around if you wanted to, unless you love Lucifer and you want to keep serving him until the end. And you want to see if you can find a way to beat God. Hello? Jesus died on the cross and he still won. After he died, he went down to hell and took the keys of death and hell. Now that's the shelter jail that they made for Lucifer and the angels. Jesus went down there and took the shelter and the jail away from Lucifer. Now Lucifer got to come to earth and pretend to be a man. He's an angel pretending to be a man. You want to talk about an alien? That's an alien. An angel that is now pretending to be a man. He pretend to be uh, a race instead of listen the, the angel is going to pretend to be a race other than angel other than spirit so he's now going to pretend to be a flesh being and be a man and try to walk around and be like Jesus you want to die too but the only problem is that when God does what he does he's going to be exacting vengeance on you and your kind you and your fallen angels and the people that want to follow you now God made me he owns everything. He's better than Lucifer. He is. He is all that it, God is. The Bible says um, he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. But wh whoever comes to God must first believe that he is. How is God better than Lucifer? God is. That's his name. I am. I exist. I is. I be. God said I be. I exist. I am. That's who I am. You want to know if heaven got to get up? Well, heaven do got a ghetto. God said, I exist. I'm that one that exists. I'm the self-existent one. I exist. I be. I'm that one that be. I just be. How'd you get here, God? I be. I exist. That's how it, that's how I exist. I always existed. You don't find that to be gangster? God kicked Lucifer out of heaven. Then he looked vulnerable coming in the flesh as a little baby they chasing him around he's sliding here and there acting like he's running knowing he could just beat everybody up like I said in the last uh, Christian comedy uh, corner when they came to kill uh, Jesus finally for the cross the people came to Jesus 
Now, Peter cut off the ear. We understand that. Peter cut off the ear because he was going to whoop their behind. Peter did not play that. He did all kinds of miracles. He whooped behind. He had a sword. And Jesus told people to have a sword. So they lie when they tell you don't have a weapon. Jesus said, go get some weapons. But he told Peter, harness your weapon because he wanted to die then. He said, I lay down my own life. But Jesus let Peter cut the person's ear off, right? But when they came to get Jesus... And he said, who, who, who do you seek? When they said whatever they said, they fell backwards when they were trying to get Jesus. If Jesus wanted to shut it down there and he didn't decide he was going to die for our sins and shed blood, like he did in the garden, he made the animals shed blood because he was coming to do the same thing. He could have just made them all thousands and whatever of them fall backwards and let Peter cut all of them up. Or call the other uh, disciples and just let them cut them up. Whoever came to get him, he made them fall backwards on the ground. Jesus, did you miss that part in the Bible? Jesus made everybody fall backwards that came to get him. When he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. Who do you come for? They fall to the ground. He could have said, Peter, do work. He could have said, Peter, cut them all up like you cut the ear. Peter could have chopped them all up. All Jesus had to do was keep knocking them backwards and got the hell out of there. But he said, no, I'm going to hell. I'm not going to get the hell out of here. I'm going to get my my uh, holy behind in hell and take the keys of hell and death from the devil and then come back up here and chill out and eat some fish. Like, you know, Jesus, you know, he, he ate some fish before he went up into heaven. I don't do Islam, but let me tell you something. Rakim said fish is his favorite dish. I don't rock with Islam, but no, it seems like he stole that from Jesus. Fish seems to be Jesus' favorite dish. He multiplied the fish, the five fish, the two loaves. He multiplied the fish before he left to go to heaven. The last meal he had was fish. So don't look at Rakim for fish. Fish, which is my favorite dish. Sorry, Rakim. Christians and Jews did that first. Jesus was all about fish. He went fishing. He multiplied the fish in the sea. He made the fish come in the net and break the net. It was so many fish. Jesus was all about the fish, multiplying fish. So when Rakim, the Muslim, said fish is his favorite dish, you better come to Christianity. Uh, and guess what? Hip-hop is not about Islam. Hip-hop started with Christianity. I got more to do with hip-hop than Rakim and any Muslim. And a lot of the Muslims came to Christianity because they understand, oh snap. And when you hear about the Jubileus who saying Noah, Noah saw the storm was almost gone. Uh, and they, they did a rap about uh, Noah in the 1940s. So I was rapping before most of the people with my Christian raps and stuff. So get out of here. I'll tell you about rap. I'll teach you how to rap. You try to teach people how to rob. I'll teach you how to rap. And the Christians, only, we don't really rob. We just take our stuff back. So is that robbing? They call the Christians the OJs because, you know, we fly like that. Ow! We fly! The Christians take our stuff back like OJ. You know, they got the, uh, they got the evil people trying to chase the Christians because the Christians trying to take our stuff back. We tell you, don't use our rainbow. The rainbow is not for homosexuality. It says if you commit homosexual sin, you're going to die. But Jesus said he's not going to flood the earth no more. Yahweh said that. 
I'm not going to flood the earth, the whole earth, but he will flood the earth. When you mess with people, God's people, God come after you. Did not Biden leave our equipment in Afghanistan today? 2,000 people in Afghanistan dead. They're Muslim. They try to uh, get Israel. What happened to your 2,000 people, Afghanistan? You used some weapons in Afghanistan to come against Israel? Boom, 2,000 down. Boom, 2,000 down. How many you took from Israel? You took a few from Israel, like 600? They in heaven chilling out. They're looking at Jesus' skin saying, oh my gosh, look at how you look as God. You, you in the flesh. And they said, God, you the spirit and you, you the son too. Oh my goodness. They said, oh, we knew you was really God. We, we just found out. Oh my gosh. It really is you. So they up in heaven chilling out. They get to see, oh shoot, Jesus really is Yahweh. They said, oh snap, we, we should have known. We should have known what all the good stuff you're doing and how the Muslims hate Christians and Jews. That's really who the Christian, uh, the Muslims hate, the Christians and Jews. Why you really only hate the Christians and Jews? You let all the other wicked um, uh, religions do anything they want to because they're false religion. But they just hate the Christians and the Jews only. You, do you see them chasing down the Hindus? Do you see them? Allah, 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 Allah. You stop Hindu. They only chase the Christians and Jews because we got the real religion. It's rare you see the Muslims go after any other nation. They only want the Christian and Jews to die and go into the sea or some weird thing. If you follow us into the sea, you're going to drown. You didn't get the message. You didn't read the book. The Bible right there. Don't y'all try to read it to, to tell us we lying. Well, when you look at our book, it showed that you drowned in the sea. So you came out against us and 2,000 of your boys are dead in Afghanistan. I thought you had our weapons in Afghanistan. You thought you were going to use them against us? Boom! Satan down by Sharon Leslie Brown. Hello, this is Sharon Leslie Brown, and this is part two of the Christian Comedy Corner. Bad rap, bad rap, bad rap, bad rap. So, I'm dealing with the issues of Christianity, Judaism, and things like that from the Bible perspective as a Christian artist and a Christian, a Jew, a Judeo-Christian. I'm all of that from the Old Testament to the New Testament. So we're dealing with a lot of things. We're dealing with evil times. We're dealing with homosexuality, transgenderism, all kind of weird things. And uh, what's funny about it? Well, what's funny is that People are dealing with homelessness and things like that in uh, America and around the world. But there's really no such thing as homelessness. It's like nomadic living. You see the Indians, the Jews, uh, different people. Uh, Adam and Eve lived in the garden. Some people would call them homeless. They own the whole planet. That's homeless? Get your mind right. Think better. Uh, homelessness gets a bad rep and a bad rep. A bad rap, a bad rap. So it's really nomadic. And when you are nomadic, it's, you're basically saying, I own all the whole land anyway. You the fools that's in there paying for somebody to tell you what to do in your home and pay them to have light. When you can look up in the sky and see the stars at night and you can see the sun in the daytime. So uh, people that are nomadic get a bad rap. They get a tent. They can move around anywhere they want to. You know, a lot of people... Uh, 
they leave their homes and they backpack across Europe and Africa and America. I I, I um like to backpack across America and travel and things like that across America in a car, in a bus, uh, on a train to do the scenic route. Well, people like to do that in their hometowns. They just don't want to let you know. And people call them homeless. A lot of people that be out there be rich. They don't even be homeless. Some of them be undercover police officers or military and you treat them poorly and you think they're homeless and they might own your building. The person that you treat homeless uh, poorly might be the owner of your building and you're treating them bad. You say, hey, this homeless person. First of all, the Indians lived outside. We now live in the land that the Indians own. I'm part Indian. So anybody on this land, I'm the landowner of America, right? So we allow the Christians in. I'm Christian, I'm Jewish, I'm Judeo-Christian. When you tell people that are Indian that they lived outside, well, we own the whole land. Where you live, we own still. You're the one that doesn't have a home. We can deport you, but we're nice because you're nice Christians and so are we. Hee, hee, hee. So... He, 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 ha, ha, ha. Why do we say ha, ha, ha or he, he, he when we laugh? Well, the uh, Psalms 2 says that God laughs. So guess what? If God laughs, uh, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Father, Word, and the Holy Spirit, uh, Yahweh, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, that would be three people. So that's why you got he, 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 and ha, ha, ha. That's why we laugh three times because it's God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. He, he, he. He shows himself in three. He, he, he. Ha, ha, ha. God, God, God. It's just one God, but it's three. If you're confused, just follow me. Read the Bible and you'll know what's going on. Listen, if you're confused about the Trinity, that doesn't make you bad. That just means God is doing his job properly. If you don't understand everything about God, that means he's still God. If you can break down everything about God from every single molecule and you know everything about where he uh, was before the earth existed and how everything came into being, if you know it better than him, you think you're God. So God can let us in on it. But if we're confused about a few things, not really confused, not his children, but if we don't have the whole story, uh, I think that makes him God. If you can't tell exactly all the things about God, then he's doing his job properly. There was some wacky guy. You know, I don't believe in mental illness, but there was some wacky guy who said he's going to ascend above the clouds and be like the most high. First of all, he missed it. He said he was going to ascend above the clouds. That's Lucifer, right? First of all, God made you leave from heaven and go down to earth so you could see what he made. Now, listen, you were up in heaven. You saw heaven. You were there with all the angels and the whole setup of heaven. You see God on the throne. And he says he's going to ascend above the clouds. God already told you what to do. He made you go from heaven down to earth and do his bidding you're his errand boy how are you then gonna ascend above the clouds and be like the most high and try to take him off the throne you don't understand the very molecules that you are made of or whatever it is he made you of that's a spirit he still controls it the funny thing about somebody trying to punch god is that god gave you the hand 
only one person that had a fight with God lived to tell about it. And he did well. Uh, that was Jacob. But God loved Jacob and wanted to bless him. So Jacob told God, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. But Jacob went away with a limp. So all the disabled people are happy that Jacob was, he wrestled with God and, and fought with God and won. But if Jacob was God's enemy, God would have annihilated him. But even his own very son that he loved, he made him walk away with a limp. So when you see black people and Jewish people or white people who beat their kids up, if they try to fight them, God beat up Jacob when Jacob tried to fight him, but he still blessed him. He just wanted him to know, I'm still daddy. That's why you're walking with a limp. You just remember, I'm daddy, but I am going to bless you because you know, that doesn't mean you go fight your parents. That just means that you can say, hey, this is a real relationship. We can disagree. You know, uh, sometimes you don't disagree with people, but sometimes you may have some disagreements in families and stuff because uh, one, you're teaching each other how to whoop other people's behinds that mess with you that's outside of your family. If you don't own a gym yourself, then you and your family are the gym. See, my father was a boxer, so we knew how to scrap and we would uh, take care of other people that would try to mess with us. We would make sure they don't mess with us no more. They never wanted to bother our family. Uh, you know, the only people that try to come up against my family is people who were wacky from the devil and they didn't know no better. But most people knew to leave my family alone and they still know. So uh, uh, being in a family that knows how to throw bones or knows how to fight or knows how to box. You learn how to defend yourself. You learn how to defend your nation, your country, your God. So when sisters and brothers are fighting all the time, you don't want to squelch them learning how to defend themselves. When you have uh, people who go at it all the time in a sister and brother relationship, first of all, they're learning how not to be bullied and they're learning how to defend themselves. Uh, the sister and brother dynamic. Oh, you took my uh, shirt. You took my shoes. You came in my room. And they scrap and they fight and they get physical. When they go to school, they're going to defend themselves. When they're online and people mess with them, they're going to tell them off. Because they were able to defend themselves and scrap with their brothers. And they need to tell each other, uh, we're going to make sure that each other is okay. Yeah, me and my brother used to uh, make sure each other was okay. My brother used to defend me and fight for me and stuff like that and uh, do all kinds of things uh, because we were a fighting family. We knew how to defend ourselves. People try to tell you something's wrong with uh, fighting. If you don't go to military service, you're going to have to learn to defend yourself some way. You learn that from your sisters and brother. So I encourage uh, families, listen, fight. <laughs> you know, as like families learn how to fight, learn how to fight verbally, learn how to fight physically amongst each other. So when you go out to the world, you can kick butt in the world. How does a child learn how to fight? Learn how to fight at home. So when you go out, you can kick butt. That doesn't mean you have a craziness at home, but you learn how to defend yourself and your position at home. And then when you get out into the world, you can do the same thing. How does a person know how to stand against injustice? Because they won't allow it in their home. If you don't allow it in your home, you're not going to allow it outside. And there can be a time where you call for a peace treaty in your home. You know, so 
uh, me and my brothers and sisters, sometimes we used to fight a few. There was a select few that you we used to fight, and there was a select few we never fought. You got to have peace treaties with some. You know, it's like running a country. So this is why I'll be, I'm running for office and things like that. I learned to do peace treaties and stuff like that with some of my family. And uh, some of them we will never fight. There's no way on the planet we will ever hit each other. And there were some people we were punching bags for each other. We learned some skills, learned some new stuff. We learned how to jump back and forth and jump around like boxers and do all kinds of moves and stuff. And then we get out there and somebody tests our resolve. For Jesus, we will beat them senseless. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's how you do it. You beat people senseless in the name of Jesus, right? Uh, Christians think that they're not supposed to fight. Don't get confused that uh, Jesus told Peter not to fight. Peter cut the ear off of the person trying to come and kill Jesus. Now, can you imagine? God is Jesus in the flesh. So God is telling Peter... You are bad because, uh, not really bad, but you're bad because you're trying to stop somebody from killing me. And Peter's like, huh? You're God. Somebody's trying to kill you. I'm going to uh, cut their ear off first to give them a warning. He cut it off like it was a piece of bologna or some kind of uh, meat or something. He cut it off like he was a great chef of today. People would say, look at his work. Oh, foo, foo, foo. Wonderful. The cut is so exquisite. Oh, my goodness. You know, it would be, oh, this is such a great cut of meat. It's like the ear of the enemy. So Peter had the ear of the enemy, but we don't eat, uh, we don't cannibalize. But I'm just saying that Peter cut the ear off so neat and quickly. He didn't cut the face. He didn't cut off. He cut the ear of the face. So Peter was so specific and in how he cut the person's ear off. And Jesus told him, don't do that. And then Jesus had the opportunity to heal. So Peter gave Jesus the opportunity to show them, if I wanted to, I would have flattened you with this one guy. Look at how he cut. His cut is so fly. He's like a, a DJ. He can cut, cut. Uh, they call me Peter. Uh, even though I'm a girl, they call me Peter. I, I move around the Bible with the anointings and stuff, but they call me Peter and Peter cut that ear so nice and so fine and just the ear off just to let him know you didn't hear the word of God. Jesus is called the word of God. So Peter was telling the soldier that was coming to kill Jesus, you can't hear the word. He's standing right here talking to you. Since you can't hear, I'm going to cut off your ear. You can't hear the word and he's talking to you. Since you can't hear, I'm going to cut off your ear. You can't hear the word that is talking to you. But since you can't hear, I'm going to cut off your ear. So Peter cut the ear off of the Roman soldier. Bro, you don't see that's God in the flesh and that he is coming to save the whole world. And he was born and he didn't have to be become flesh as he is a spirit and he came in flesh and you're going to mess with him. Peter chopped that ear off like it was something on some kind of French menu. He was going to serve him up. And then if he would have kept coming, what else would Peter have done to him? But Jesus cut, uh, stopped him. Jesus didn't even say, hey, you see what my boy can do to you? He just let that slide. He just healed his ear. Listen, he probably in secret is like, thanks, Peter, for letting me show them that I could heal. I've been healing all over the place. They still coming after me. Now, the funny thing is Jesus let him do that to show 
Look what my boy can do to you. Look how precise he is. He can chop you from the top of your head and keep going all the way down and make you just pieces. And look how fine and precise he is. Guess what? The Roman soldiers, they wacky. They weren't impressed that Jesus was doing all these miracles around the, the town. So Jesus was doing all those miracles. They didn't think if he could do all those miracles... He could harm us and kill us in one fell swoop. He could whisk himself away and get out of here. They didn't remember he got away from them as a baby. He got away from them many times. So the Roman soldiers had to say, uh, something's wrong here. We must be wacky. The Roman soldiers didn't think to themselves, this man doing all these kind of miracles, healing, and we think we can get him. They're thinking because he's healing, they're thinking he can't harm because he's doing good. So they want to harm him because he's doing good. So he's showing them, my boy Peter could take you out. One of him can take you out. Look how precise he is. Guess what? When they came for Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, who are you coming for? And when he said that, they fell backwards. So Jesus did show them he could whoop their behind. When they came towards him, who are you looking for? And they fell backwards. And then he said, they said something else. He said, whatever. And they fell backwards again. Jesus showing them, I could lay you out without a doubt. And you would be gone. And my boy Peter would cut you up. I could knock you down and Peter could cut you up. I could knock you down and Peter could cut you up. I could knock you down and Peter could cut you up. So Jesus knocked them down. Peter could just kept cutting them up. Cut, 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 cut. Peter would have been the biggest DJ back in those days, cutting them all up. All so, so just think about it. They come to the Garden of Gethsemane and they talk to Jesus, and Jesus said, "Who do you come for?" Whatever. And when he said it, they fell backwards. It happened two times. So Peter cut the ear off. What if Peter would have just kept cutting them, and Jesus would have made everybody that came after him fall and just cut them up? end of story he didn't have to die he would have just chilled out and did whatever he wanted to do but he had a plan this just lets you know that god was fully in charge all the time now think about that jesus made them fall that happened to me one time somebody that was like a homosexual or something they were trying to touch my arm or touch me or something like that and i was like "Ooh, jesus don't let them touch me they gay you know i i forgot they were homosexual i didn't mean to interact with them and talk with them and stuff uh they were talking but we try to be kind to all people but uh they were trying to touch my arm or something and uh, I said, oh, God, don't let them touch me. And they they fell backwards. So I, I know it's true what happened to Jesus. They kept falling. The person, they kept trying to come uh, near me and they kept falling down on the ground. And they finally realized they should stop. And then they stopped. So I know that God is mighty to save. Uh, so uh, we have this uh, situation going on uh, in Israel where they're coming out to try to harm Israel. Now, this is the problem that I have. The Palestinians say they're going to drive Israel into the sea. They didn't get enough of the Red Sea. When Pharaoh chased Israel, Israel ran into the sea. 
the sea opened up for them. They had the singers and everything go for it. The priests, they stepped their foot on the ground and the waters opened and they went in. The singers went before singing and having a great time. Their enemies chasing them and they having a, a party. They having like a, a parade in the Red Sea. Now, this is how Israel, Israel having their parade in the Red Sea. So in the Red Sea, Israel is partying. Uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You are God. Beat them up or whatever. They're not even thinking about the enemy. They're just uh, going into the Red Sea. You think Israel was thinking about Pharaoh when they're in the Red Sea and the Red Sea opens up and the waters are, are on both sides and they're standing up and there's a dry ground. Now, you would think the Pharaoh in them would say, what in the heck is this? Let's get out of here. Let's leave them alone. Pharaoh's so crazy, they still go in and chase Israel into the sea. Israel is partying with their singers in the beginning, singing. They don't know the singing is killing them and helping Israel beat them up. So they run into the sea and Israel goes onto dry ground and they get drowned. Now, it is funny that they didn't realize, hey, their God made the sea stand up for them, and we're still chasing them into the water, let's go back. Let's not bother them. When God made Moses have a, a battle with Pharaoh, Pharaoh should have knew something was wrong. They were battling with locusts and things like that. Whatever Moses did, the other people tried to do. Oh, you want to copy us? Stop copying people because you don't know you're going to wind up messing yourself up. We're going to outdo you. Something we're going to do, you're not going to be able to uh, do the same thing. And it's going to overwhelm you and drown you. So they chased Israel into the waters. But they had a clue already. When Moses was showing them all the stuff he could do in the name of Yahweh, instead of in the name of any false god or Baal or Ashtaroth or any of those wicked gods, they should have said, wait a minute, they they weren't, uh, Moses wasn't worshiping the Baphomet or all the weird stuff from Egypt. He was worshiping Yahweh. Moses grew up over there. He knew the kind of stuff they did, but he did his stuff in the name of Yahweh. He did something different. He's showing them, I can do what you do, but I can do it better and for real. But I can do more because my God made everything and even you. He can make you betray you. That's why the doofuses followed Israel into the Red Sea. I have a song called Follow Me Into the Red Sea. Now think about this. God showed you he could beat you up, but you think you matched him. He created you and you still think you matched him because you could do a few things like Moses. Okay, we're trying to tell you you're using the wrong God, but fine. So they ran into the Red Sea. They said, hey. The sea is up there. Their God did that. We're going to act like we don't know and follow them into the Red Sea. Be a buffoon and follow me into the Red Sea. Thank you. So Israel goes across. They party and having a parade. This might be the first parade. If not, uh, many of the processions Israel had in uh, Jericho, they had like a parade where they were yelling, oh, and they knocked down the walls and things like that. So Israel really knows how to party. They war and party at the same time. So people be, you see people be fighting at barbecues and fighting at parties. Well, people know how to war and party at the same time. They fight and party at the same time. They're trying to say we got that from the Bible. People fight and party at the same time. You got some music going. So 
I guess it's not that strange when there be fights at the party. I'm not I'm not advocating for fighting at a party, but I'm saying uh, the music and the fighting in the Bible went hand in hand, which is kind of funny of uh, people to understand. So Israel walking across the sea, maybe that's the devil trying to copy the Bible, trying to copy us. So he's making fights with when people are singing. The devil always making people fight at rap parties and rap uh, uh, concerts and stuff. Because he remembered when he got beat up, when Pharaoh went across, Israel was singing, going across. Jehoshaphat had the singers, so they got the singers singing, and people are singing and praising God and everything. And uh, the Jews are going across singing and praising God and walking, and the waters are standing up. You know they're singing and praising God. They see a miracle. The waters are standing up. Moses did all the miracles in Egypt. They try to have them as slaves. Look at all the stuff that their God can do, and they really thought they had them as slaves. If God didn't allow it, you wouldn't have them. So it can a case can be made where they're really slaves. You're going to get the brunt of trying to enslave people, but they were free in Jesus uh, or free in Yahweh, God. So Israel's in, in the Red Sea party, and they dancing and singing and marching over. They got all this stuff. And I think they borrowed all the fineries from the Egyptian. I believe that they borrowed jewelry and stuff like that. And they uh, went on their journey. <clears throat> so they get across. And the buffoons, the Egyptians who have a false god. It's not so much just that they're Egyptians or white or black or Chinese or something. It's their god. So... The people that we have a problem with, Jews and Christians, I'm Jewish, I'm Christian, I'm Judeo-Christian, I'm both. Uh, the problem we have is people with false gods. So you know your God is inferior to mine and he's fake, like Allah is fake and Muhammad is fake. You know they're inferior. Why would you come after me? Don't be confused because you see, you think you're making some ground and having a, a little bit of success. You follow somebody into the Red Sea that just broke away from you, took all your jewelry and stuff, and is singing and partying in waters that's standing up and you can't explain, and there is dry ground, and you see them walking across. Are you going to follow them? Or are you going to say, hey, they're partying, let's go with them? They could have said, hey, we sorry, uh, we'll, we'll let you uh, stay among us, or We'll go along with you because your God is fly. Y'all partying and chilling in the Red Sea. You dancing and doing whatever you singing. Instead, they go after them to kill them. Pharaoh is still so prideful and hard-hearted. He sees them partying as they're leaving their supposed slavery. If they were supposed to be slaves, what the heck they doing partying in the Red Sea while the Red Sea, the waters are standing up in a miracle and the ground is dry and no one can explain it from Pharaoh. Pharaoh still says, hey, let's go get them. We think we could beat them. Now I'm scratching my head for real because you see the God of the, the heaven just made the waters recede to the side and stand up. And Israel, only Israel alone, the first time it ever happens, they get to walk across dry ground, but the waters aren't off on the land. The waters are just standing up like a wall. Two walls. You see somebody in the heaven named Yahweh made 
a roadway in the waters for his people and you still are going to be a clown and buffoon and, and run after them and think you could beat them. You don't think two walls of water and a highway in the sea, just for a moment, the first time it ever happened, you think you could beat the person that did that. You, the Pharaoh, think you could beat the person that did that, that gave a highway from no way. There was no way. The sea was covering everything. And then God made a highway and two walls of water. And Israel is partying, going across, singing and dancing. And they got all the, the jewelry from the Egyptians. And they borrowed. Hey, can I borrow this? Um, yeah, we're going somewhere. And they borrow it and they, they leave. So they jacked them because they were stealing their labor. So I guess they jacked them and took all the jewelry. Here's um, some reparations for your behind. Let me, give me that jewelry. They probably still owe them reparations. So they go across the Red Sea. You see them go across. You think their God is going to let you go across? Our God is going to let Pharaoh go across and harm them? You think because they were in your land all that time and you were stealing their labor, you thought their God was going to allow you to go across too safely? So Pharaoh and them got drowned. Big surprise. Plot twist. That's really not a plot twist. Uh, they were getting beat up in Egypt when the flies and the uh, locusts and stuff was harming them and things like that. Uh, there were so many things. Uh, the death angel came to uh, uh, Egypt and all kinds of things happened. It was killing their firstborn. Whoever didn't have the uh, blood on the doorpost and Israel was spared from the death all the things that God did to show who he was so Pharaoh and them could live and uh, worship him instead of dying. But God hardened Pharaoh's heart because Pharaoh hated God. So God said, I'm going to show you. Okay, you're going to be a buffoon and a clown. For the rest of your life, people are going to know you're a clown and a buffoon. People think Pharaoh is so fierce. Let's go see the picture of Pharaoh. I don't want to see Pharaoh. I'd like to see uh, Israel uh, and people make the movie and really point out the things, the comedic timing of God. Have you ever seen the comedic timing of God? I'm going to get the clown who thinks he can beat me to chase my people into the waters that are not supposed to be standing up. If you see water standing up against you, uh, so your enemies can cross, you don't think the person that's helping them in heaven named Yahweh is going to get you? You weren't warned when you saw the water standing up? Hey, this sea is usually flat. It's usually flowing beautifully. And all of a sudden, it's standing up so the people we're bothering can cross over. It became a highway. Hmm, that's strange. And all the pestilence that was in the land of Egypt to make us leave them alone. You'd think we'd get the idea. They didn't get the idea. The uh, death of their firstborn wasn't enough. So they chased Israel into the Red Sea. Now this is this this could be a comedy. Uh, that's why I made uh, it a, a comedy show. Uh, all the things God did to Pharaoh and Pharaoh is not stopping bothering Israel. So they chased them into the Red Sea. As they're chasing them, just think of the picture. They look and they see they at the sea. We got them. 
okay, God killed your firstborn. God sent locusts. He did all these things to you so you could leave Israel alone. And Moses kept telling him, let my people go. Let my people go. That was the big thing. Let my people go. Don't enslave them. So he said, and God told them, the Egyptians you saw today, you will see them no more uh, forever. So they chased uh, Israel. Now, I guess they get to the sea and they got, we got them now. They did all this stuff to us, but we got them. Fine. You're stupid, right? So you get to the Red Sea. But when the sea opens and the singers start singing and going across and they start dancing and singing and having a great time and partying in the Red Sea and crossing, you don't say to yourself, I think this is enough. Let's get our butts out of here. They follow them thinking the waters are going to stay open for them. Aren't you against the God? Moses is saying, Yahweh says, let my people go. So you know who it is that's doing this to you. You see Moses, you still just see the man, even though he's telling you, Yahweh is saying, let my people go. So they chase Israel to the Red Sea and they think we cornered them. Now this is Christian comedy corner and it's uh, Israeli comedy corner too. When people think they got you cornered, I got them now. They're at the end. They can't go anywhere else. I'm going to get them. They run to the Red Sea and guess what? They start singing and having a party. The singers go forward. They go in. They singing and going across, having a good time. They got the earrings of their enemies and the jewelry. and They chilling out. It's a better than the heist. So they took their enemies' jewelry. Hey, let me borrow that. Hey, give me that. Give me that. So, uh, all of a sudden, they go across the waters. And you don't think the Egyptians would say, we had them cornered and God made a way for them. Really, literally made a highway for them. Yahweh. That's why his name is Yahweh. The sound way is in his name. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So, he made a way in the sea. So, he made them a highway. Yahweh made a highway. The Egyptians are not too bright now. Now they start to look real dense and stupid. They go across the waters to follow Israel. What happens? The waters drown them. Surprise! We were partying and now we're going to give you your ungifts. When Israel start partying, you need to be scared. They were partying in the Red Sea. They had the singers go forward. The sea opened up to make them escape from you. You stupid enough not to run the other direction? Good. You should have drowned. This is Sharon Leslie Brown, Christian Comedy Corner. And those who are chasing Israel today and want to drive them into the sea, you're going to drown. Bye. Welcome to Christian Comedy Corner. This is Sharon Leslie Brown. Okay, so fat people and skinny people get a bad rap and a bad rep. So let's go through this. What disadvantage and advantage does a fat person have? What disadvantage and advantage does a skinny person have? Well, a fat person in the age of evil where God is coming to judge mankind. Fat people have this 
advantage. When the Antichrist comes to tell people you can't buy food unless you get the mark of the beast, the 666 on your forehead or your right hand. You can't get, the, you won't um, eat unless you get the mark. You get the name or the number of the name of the devil. So, the fat people like, hold on. We got enough fat to last us for years. We don't have to buy food. We don't have to buy goods. We could sit at home and just chill. They won't know where we at because we not too fat to be hid in God's pavilion. So we can still be hid in God's pavilion even though we fat, right? You think God's pavilion is some small hiding place where nobody can find you. Well, you could be fat and be in God's pavilion, but the fat people are ready to say no to the devil. Because guess what? They eat. They saying, we ready now. We see all the craziness going on in the world. And we're saying, wait a minute. If the Antichrist is going to make people not eat, unless they, uh, you know, they uh, get the mark, the name or the number of his name, then we're going to get fat and make sure we ready. So we can just sit at home and watch everybody else on the news trying to run around, rob the stores. Because there's some other people that's not going to take the mark of the beast. They're going to start robbing the stores. That's the good part about uh, the people that loot. It's bad now. But when the Antichrist tries to stop people from eating and get the mark and the name and the number of his name, they're going to be looting instead of selling their soul if they're still here. So the fat people got it made. The only thing is that people are saying, oh, they're too fat. A lot of fat people, if they can't move around, then they'll just be sitting at home waiting. And uh, if they're still here when the Antichrist takes over and they don't get raptured, then they're going to get beheaded anyway. So I guess they might as well sit there and wait for somebody to come get them and behead them. They don't have to walk there. They can get transported. So they fat anyway. They don't want to walk there and take the time. Listen, if you're going to try to behead them, you think they want to get a cab and try to go there and say, hey, come get me. They probably just sit home and wait. They fat anyway, so they're just going to wait at home until the Antichrist try to come and get them. But again, God is hiding them in his pavilion. So, we are hidden in Christ Jesus. So the fat people can be hidden too. They're not too fat. Their they're fat parts and uh, stomachs and all that is not going to be bouncing out uh, and sticking out so that people can see them. They can be hidden in God's pavilion too. So, that's the fat people. All right, the only thing is, uh, a lot of the doctors, they got the BMI and this, the body metrics, uh, whatever, index and all that stuff. But a lot of fat people can move around better than I can. And I can dance and sing and do all that. But most of the fat people can dance better than me. Not better, I dance better than them. But I mean, they can move around more than me and more than most people. And they fat. Why would you tell them not to eat? Because you jealous. You can't even move around. They got better cardio than you. If a fat person can stand on stage for hours and hours and do a show, how do they have a problem with their heart? And how do they have a problem uh, with cardio? Hello, they doing cardio. They dancing on stage for an hour or two. Sorry, doctors, you're wrong. I'm right. This is Dr. Sharon Leslie Brown. I became a doctor because the doctors don't know how to be doctors. Now, oh, let me just throw this in there. Okay, so a doctor goes into the womb 
where the child is hidden for a reason, hidden in God's pavilion and says, hey, let me dismember this. And by the way, call me a doctor, even though they're serial killers. So you got somebody that goes inside of the womb, take somebody, rip them apart and say, hey, but you can call me a doctor because that's what a doctor does. Uh, that's what a serial killer does. If you look on the wanted posters, they say someone busted into somebody's house and they dismember them. If you do the same thing, how are you a doctor and they're not? You both know how to take body parts apart. What makes you a doctor and them not? So now the serial killer is going to be on a jury trial or judge trial and say, Hey, I'm not a dismemberer serial killer. I'm a doctor. See the abortionist? But I'm... Get it? So don't let the abortionists tell you that they're doctors. They're serial killers. So either the serial killer is a doctor or the doctor is serial killer. I say the doctor is really a serial killer and they're killing babies in abortion. Now, the skinny people, what do they have on their side? A lot of skinny people don't have a lot on their side. Like people who don't like to eat and they starve themselves, they're wrong. But there are some people who are skinny because they fast. That's the Christians and the Jews who know how to fast like Daniel. Some people, when they fast, they get fatter. They do the Daniel fast. But some people, when they fast, they get skinny. Maybe Jesus got skinny when he fasted. Or maybe because he's God, he had a little extra something that made him not get skinny. But anyway, he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. You know, when you be fasting, the devil be trying to tempt you. So some skinny people be fasting. But the evil people want you to stay skinny for the rest of your life and be bony. They're evil. Don't trust them. But the ones who fast, they're telling the fat people, you're not better than me. Because when the Antichrist comes and tries to tell people, get the mark or the name or the number of, of his name on their forehead or right hand, they're going to say no because they know how to fast. They can't tempt them with food or buying stuff because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. How the devil going to tempt you with food when you could just grow some? You go hide in a field somewhere and start growing some food. Everybody needs to save some seeds and stuff in their kits and grow some foods in your yards. And it'll take some time for them to get to you. You know, the tribulation is going to be seven and a half years. I mean, seven years, three and a half and three and a half. So in between, Jesus is going to come for a thousand years. But take some seeds and grow some stuff or do something. So the skinny people say, hey, we know how to fast, so we don't have to be fat. We know how to fast. But then the skinny people are going to learn, sometimes you want to be fat. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so very much. This is my uh, Christian Comedy Corner, and this is Sharon Leslie Brown. And this is the first of many installments of Christian Comedy Corner. Bad rap and bad rep. Jesus Christ is Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So you don't take have to take the mark of the beast, the name or the number of his name in your forehead or right hand. How do you recognize it's the mark of the beast? Because it's the name, the number of your name or uh, the name, the number of his name or his mark. And it would be in your forehead or right hand. So you have the choice of all five of those. The forehead, the right hand, or the name, the number of the name, and the mark. 
if that's not what they're offering, that's not the market to be. So you'll know. And so Christianity can be funny too. Christian comedy corner. Bad rap, bad rep. Hello, this is Sharon Leslie Brown on location and I'm bringing you a joke. So there are fights all over the world about uh, religion and stuff like that. We know Judaism and Christianity is the same religion. But sometimes the Jews and Christians get into a scrap. God allows that just to confuse the devil and the enemy. So it's funny. So here's a joke. The Christian and the Jew get into a war. It's one-on-one. And they both take out their best weapons that they believe Yahweh gave them. They both worship Yahweh. Jesus means Yahweh is salvation and Yahweh is Yahweh for the Jews. So Christians believe in Yahweh is salvation, Jesus, and Jews believe in Yahweh. So they take out their best weapons to fight each other. And they say, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to show you that I'm right. My God is true. We don't have the Savior yet, the Israel Israeli says. And the Christian says, we do have the Savior, Jesus, and I'm going to kill you. So, they get their best weapons. They remember things from the Bible. The Jew remembers the things from the Old Testament. The Christian remembers things from the Old Testament and the New Testament. And they get their war going. It's one-on-one. And they put their best defenses together. And they're both successful. The Christian and the Jew both die at the same time. And their souls leave their bodies. The angels come and get them and take them to heaven. For the Israeli, Michael the Archangel. For the Jew, that's the Israeli, Michael the Archangel. For the Christian, Michael the Archangel. He says, you didn't know both of you were part of the Jewish uh, line, Christianity and Judaism. But anyway, so Michael the Archangel takes both of them up into heaven. Now, the Christian and Jew, they wake up and they're in heaven. And they say, okay, so here we are in heaven. There's Yahweh, there's Jesus. So we were both right. And they both look at each other and say, yeah, we were both right. But there are still no Muslims here. And especially no Muslims here having sex with virgins. Get it? The Christian and the Jew, if they fight, they're going to wind up in heaven. And there's going to be no Muslims there having sex with virgins. But the Christian and the Jew, if they fight, they're going to make it to heaven. But when the Muslim fights the Christian or the Muslim fights the Jew or the Muslim fights both, they're not going to make it into heaven. And they're definitely not going to be having sex with virgins. But I'm bump. So guess what? The right religion is Judeo-Christianity or Jewish or Christian. Amen and amen. So guess who's right? The Jew and the Christian. Islam is wrong. Islam has a false god, Allah. We don't worship him. We worship Yahweh. So the joke is what? When the Jew and the Christian fight and kill each other, they go to heaven. And both of them can look at each other and say, oh yeah, but there are no Muslims here. And especially no Muslims here having sex with virgins. And guess what? In the Bible, 
the virgins that are going to be traveling around with Jesus are men. So Islam is a homosexual religion. Everywhere Islam goes, homosexuality follows. So when Islam goes somewhere, homosexuality follows. And so we just want people to know that Islam is a religion of homosexuality. And they've been busted. Busted are you, Islam. You went into the UK and you set up all your shops. You try to blow up a Jewish shop. And uh, you try to scare people there. Nobody was scared. We go to heaven. Anybody that dies as Jewish or Christian goes to heaven. But we will have our retribution. God, a vengeance is mine, says the Lord. And he uses his people to get vengeance, right? It says the minister does not bear the sword in vain. But they went, Islam went into the UK. And then all of a sudden the UK went gay. Now everybody in the UK is not gay. They put fake gay marriage, pseudo gay marriage. The only people that's going to use it are the people that is uh, Islamic or evil. And if they try to force somebody to be homosexual, we're going to find out and liberate them. But we want to get rid of the fake pseudo-gay marriage. But the funny thing is our enemies are the ones that's using it. And they're harming themselves by making Yahweh mad by being homosexual. The only problem is when they push it on our children. If they do it to themselves, they harm themselves. We just need to make sure nobody is stuck in homosexuality that doesn't want to be. Sodom and Gomorrah was by force. So some people don't do it by choice. And when Obama came to America, he's the one that tried to implement homosexual marriage. But guess what? He did it in the name of Islam because he praised Islam. I love the sound of whatever foolish fake worship they have. And then he instituted fake homosexual pseudo homosexual marriage now get this why does homosexuality follow islam everywhere because the virgins that follow jesus are men jesus it's not talking about the virgins that have the lamps that's just a, a, a euphemism of the virgins with the lamps uh but the actual people, 144,000 men that are going to be following Jesus that are virgins. And Jesus never had sex. That's God. God doesn't need sex. He can just say, be made, become, exist, and you exist. So he doesn't have to have sex. The foolishness to think that Jesus is going to watch you have sex in heaven. The Muslims and the Mormons. Jesus is not watching you have sex in heaven. He doesn't regard sex. That's earthly. In heaven, whatever. People talking about they're in heaven with their boyfriend. What are you doing in heaven with your boyfriend? In heaven, we will not be given or taken in marriage. So you're telling people you're Muslim. When you say you're in heaven with your boyfriend, you appeal to the Muslims. They like your music. You're in heaven with your boyfriend? I'm not. When I get to heaven, me and my husband are going to be homies. We're going to be friends. We're going to be sisters and brothers in Christ still. So we're sisters and brothers in Christ and husband and wife. But people are in heaven with their boyfriend thinking they're having sex. Sorry, you're not in heaven with your boyfriend because you're not going to heaven. If you think you're going to have sex in heaven, you're not going to heaven. You're a Muslim. Muslims believe they're going to heaven to have sex. The only problem is you think you're going to have sex in front of Jesus' throne? Where do you propose you're going to be having sex in heaven if you're a Muslim? You're going to have virgins. The virgins following Jesus are men, foolish. 
And that's where the homosexuality comes. The Antichrist, the devil, Lucifer, all the evil people understand Jesus is going to be followed by men. Those who did not defile themselves with women. 144,000. They're going to be millions and millions and billions of people who worship God and go into heaven. But the people following him around when he comes uh, for the thousand years are going to be men. So the virgins that are going to be in heaven are going to be, that are prominent with Jesus are going to be are going to be men. And beep beep beep. Understand? You need to stop what you're doing, Muslim. Beep, because it's going to be men. Stop your homosexuality. Beep. Homosexuality needs to end. And I'm letting you know. The Muslims are espousing homosexuality. The first pseudo-president to espouse homosexuality, he tried to implement homosexual marriage. But before he did that, he praised, praised Islam and their false worship. He praised the false Allah God. They like homosexuality. They like sex trafficking. They say you can steal women and rape them and do all kinds of things. Boom! They're espousing. That's right. We're revving it up. We're revving it up for Jesus. They're espousing sex trafficking. How do we know that Islam has something to do with sex trafficking? Well, you can look back at the pharaohs and they try to take over Egypt, but they can't because Christianity and Judaism is rooted there. Jesus was there. Joseph was there. Moses was there. Joseph is the rightful heir of the throne. He was supposed to take over when Pharaoh died. Uh, because he was the second in command. So that belongs to us, Judeo Christianity, Egypt. We can take it anytime we want. Boom, pow, rev it up. Ooh. So Islam is into sex trafficking, Islam is into homosexuality. So fake pseudo homosexual marriage followed Barack Obama praising Islam, and it went into the UK when. Islam try to rule there. Islam try to blow up a, a Jewish shop. Then uh, they try to get all their language around the town so everybody can see where they are and know that Islam is in the UK. Why are we not scared? You're showing us exactly where you are. You set up shop in the UK. We know where you are so we know how to find you if you make one false move. The people from the Islamic countries try to stake a claim in the U UN. Oh my goodness, people are so scared. Oh no, they're on the council in the UN. Hello, America is an ally to Israel. The UN is right here where we are. Anytime the Muslims come into our nation in the UN, we can take out all the leaders of the UN that are Muslim at one time. We don't have to bat an eyelash. We can take all the Muslim leaders out at one time. So every time they come into the UN, rev it up, rev it up, rev it up. Every time they come into the UN, the Muslims need to understand we could take you out at any time on our soil for messing with Israel. And we can let Israel do it on our soil. So Khomeini, IR, and all the other people that keep bothering Israel, 
you come on our soil to the UN. We've given you prominent positions. You think we're buffoons because America allowed you to be prominent in the UN. Bro, you're not my bro. I'm saying bro facetiously. Bro, you're on American soil. We don't like Islam because it hates Yahweh. You're in the UN trying to be prominent. We can get you at any time. We can let Israel conduct a mission right in the UN. Who are you? What authority do you have? You can't beat us. There we go right now coming for you. Wherever, whoever is a delegate or some kind of whatever you think you are from an Islamic country, we can get you at any time. You come to our soil. All your leaders come there and try to talk and tell us foolishness and we know you're messing around with Israel. We got you in our sights. You're not safe when you mess with Israel. Keep messing with Israel. We got you in our sights. We got you in our sights. We got you in our sights. You are in our sights. Ride for Jesus. We riding for Jesus. We got you in our sights. I think I'll make a song called We Got You In Our Sights. Because when the Muslims come to the UN, we got you in our sights. We got you in our sights. We got you in our sights. Islam, we got you in our sights. We got you in our sights. One day we're going to carry out a mission in the UN and get all the Muslims who keep bothering Israel. So you keep coming there trying to get a high position. We got you in our sights. We got you in our sights. You ain't safe when you mess with Israel. That's our ally. You Muslims come on uh, American soil and speak down on Israel. And the UN speaks down on Israel. We got you in our sights. We got you in our sights. You ain't safe. But Israel is safe. And anytime an Israeli goes to heaven... Uh, they meet God. They're walking where God lives, where his office is, where his throne is. You sent them there. The Bible says, don't be afraid of the person that can kill the body but doesn't have any authority over the soul. So, if you try to kill the body of an Israeli or a Christian, there's not going to be too many of that. But if God allows it, he's ready for them to come home and he's ready to punish you for bothering them. So he said, hey, Moses, hey, you, hey, Israeli, hey, Christian, come up to heaven. I want you to see my digs because you have to see it before I make a new heaven, new earth, and new Jerusalem. So they're fighting over the uh, Jerusalem now. We're going to get a new heaven, new earth, and new Jerusalem. Riding for Jesus. We're going to get a new heaven, new earth, and new Jerusalem because we ride for Jesus. We ride for Jesus. So we're going to get a new heaven, new earth, and new Jerusalem. And you're still down here fighting over this one. So we're going to fight you for it because it's ours and we're preserving the name of Yahweh. We're fighting you for it. We could just say, hey, we get a new one. But no, we want to be that way. We want to be funny like that. This is God's presence, God's house. We're going to preserve his name. And then when Jesus comes back and everything happens and God judges you and throw everybody into the lake of fire, boom. He's going to give us a new heaven, new earth, and new Jerusalem. Y'all going to be in the, in the lake of fire saying, 
Why they fool us there if they're going to get a mean one? Because we like that. We preserve God's name and his presence. So Islam crying, they won't get a new heaven, a new earth, a new Jerusalem. We just want this one. You know you're not going to the new one because you are fake and you worship a fake false god, Allah, and a false prophet, Muhammad. Why can't they? Because God's presence is in Israel. First of all, the name of the country is Israel. God's name is in it. Israel and El. El is Elohim. His name is in the land you're trying to steal. You don't want Elohim, but you want to steal his land. You can't do it. How are you going to try to take the land, but you don't want the God of the land? You missed the point. The land is for the God of the land, Yahweh Elohim. So, you can't have it, Islam. You got to go away to hell and the lake of fire when it's time. You're going to be judged because you're stupid. Why are you stupid? The fool have said in his heart, there is no God. You keep saying there's an Allah. You don't say there's a, a Yahweh. There's a God. So you got to go to hell and the lake of fire because you say in your heart, there is no Yahweh. There's no Elohim. You're saying there's no creator when you talk about Allah. So we Christians and Jews, we're going to heaven. So don't you can't get happy when we leave the earth or planet even though i'm not planning on leaving anytime soon i'm not planning on leaving the planet damn it i'm not planning on leaving the planet damn it i'm gonna be here to ham it you see that land never belonged to palestine it belonged to ham and god gave it to israel and israel intermarried with ham and they and they're still on that land where you come from palestinians and your name is fake you Palestinian, you're not even real. You made up a land and try to steal it. You made up something. You're going to have to give the, the land to Israel. But boy, you got to go, Islam. You got to get out of Israel. When God does the showdown, we're going to be watching to see God punish you guys here on earth. Then he's going to send you guys uh, to hell. Then you're going to the lake of fire. Some of you might not make it to hell. You might go straight to the lake of fire. I would love for you to have the hell experience and then get to the lake of fire. But the lake of fire is worse. So maybe it's good for you to go straight to the lake of fire and feel the worst part. But I'd love for the enemies of Israel to experience the hell experience. I want you to have hell experience. To be in there and see all the accommodations of hell are no accommodations at all. You deserve it. When you try to attack Israel and rain down fire and brimstone on them, you don't realize the fire and brimstone is reserved for you guys. You can't rain down threats and harm on Israel. When you do that, the only thing that happens, if any die in Yahweh, they go to heaven. They're in a better place than you are. They're in a better place than you're trying to steal. Heaven is better than earth. So you're trying to steal a place on earth for them with God's presence. And God is literally in heaven. So you get to send them to heaven. There was a, a foolish uh, TV show or something. The man had a gun and he said to uh, one of the people, you believe in Jesus? Well, now you're going to meet him. And I'm saying, where's the threat? If the if God allows the person to die, if the person chooses to say, I'm ready to go home, 
then you sent them to a better place where they walk in the, the God in God's presence, seeing His throne, seeing Mary, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Moses. How do the people that mess with Christian and Jews win if we go to heaven when we leave here? You never win. A death of a, a saint means they're going to heaven. You're going to hell when you die. You have the hell experience, then the lake of fire experience. Not an experience you want, but you're going to get. So this is Sharon Leslie Brown, and this has been Christian Comedy Corner. And it's wonderful. Uh, thank you for, this is the third installment of the Christian Comedy Center. Bad rap and bad rep. Where some of the things of God gets a bad rap. Sleeping in Christ or dying in Jesus is not a bad thing. We go to heaven. Dying in Yahweh is not a bad thing. It's just that you shouldn't have sent us there. You don't have a right to touch the children of God. Bye. And you'll pay for it dearly. Comedy routine part two. Uh, this is to let you know that you don't withhold kisses from your wife. Even if she got the crusty lips. In Christ, in Jesus, you have to not withhold from your wife. You got to give her the goods. You got to give it up. She got to give it up to you. This don't mean you take it. This ain't about uh, taking all. All is mine. I'll take it all. This is about willingly you give yourselves to each other. So even with the crusty lips, in that joke, the police officer should have kissed the wife. He might have been squinching and, you know, contorting his body and doing all that to kiss her, but he should have kissed her. That's his wife. So don't withhold affections from your spouse. That's biblical. So... With the masks on, we have a wide, worldwide problem. Crusty lips. People aren't oiling their pork rind, crackling, fried chicken crusted chapped lips without the grease that is. The chicken without the grease. You have chapped lips. On their masks, it should read, do not kiss. Even if it doesn't say it, in the back of your mind, an indicator light bulb should go off. Do not kiss. So, have you heard about the new school chancellor, Moesha? Okay, it's Misha Ross Porter. Let me find out we got Moesha working as a school chancellor. Mo to the E to the. That's New York City's problem. We have to see what we have on our hands. Do we have a mo to the e to the Misha? It's close enough to Moesha. Okay, back to the math. People are confused as to why crime has risen. Well, let's just say you have people wearing masks all day, legally. To them, it seems like the perfect disguise. Who did it? Uh, it was the person wearing the mask. That's everybody. That's anybody. But anyway, that was the person wearing the mask. 
So the police go to the person wearing the mask and ask and says, do I know you? Take off your mask. It's the cop's wife. The first thing he thinks is, do not kiss. Yeah, crusty lips. We're a Christian nation. Jesus Christ is a sensation. We're a Christian nation. Jesus Christ offers salvation.